This episode is brought to you by Playapod, the best cross-platform podcast app for iOS and Android. Just visit playapod.com and download it for free. Hey, thank you so much for downloading the episode today. We recorded this show on International Women's Day, and we decided to talk about the generations of women before us in our family that paved the way for us to be obnoxious and crude on the podcast. And we show our appreciation, and we also talk about ways that women can feel empowered, especially in this day and age. So along with that, we segue right into our ugly and awkward moments of the week. It's all in ugly sister fashion. It ain't that serious. You'll love it. Thank you so much for downloading. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Paula. Why didn't put the whole thing in my mouth? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 257. Today, as we record this, it is International Women's Day during the month of March, which is Women's History Month. So celebrate! I don't, you know, it's funny is, you know, we're not really all into that kind of stuff, you know? No, we're (laughs) not like women's lib kind of thing. Yeah, we're not women's lib kind of women, but I don't deny all of the paths that have been created from our mother's generation and our grandmother's sure. generation because they did a lot of hard-ass work for us to be lippy on a podcast you know there was a time when you and i would be you know back in the 50s we would be unhappily married wearing yeah up to the neck collared dresses cooking <laughs> making, dinner making dry five roast. o'clock while our husbands are cheating on us with some whore <laughs> yeah exactly going to the bar with the guys and some slutty waitress with loose morals is not giving them blowjobs but letting them you know fuck them yeah i don't know but it would yeah it was definitely (laughs) a different time and then our mothers and our grandmothers ripped off those bras and stormed the streets and they said no more hell no whatever they said i don't know what the words were back then they had they had their things but uh, women's empowerment, I'm all for women empowerment. I mean, our mom raised us to be yeah. very independent women. And I don't know about you, but I really struggled when I chose to couple with Daryl because I knew we were in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And so when when we were trying to figure out what it was like to be together and like live together, I never lived with a guy before. And, you know. I didn't realize until then how challenging it must have been to be with someone who was raised to not rely on men whatsoever. (laughs) So it was, Mm -hmm. we had many arguments about it and he would be like, just let me help. Let me do something. I'm like, I don't need you. You know I mean? We had (laughs) a lot of arguments about how I did not need him. And it's true because when you're raised by a woman who suddenly recognized that she didn't need a man to 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 take care of her which is what happened to our mother specifically yeah. and our grandmother by the way was always independent mm-hmm. she I mean she had her own businesses she you know raised all those children on her own she had what how yeah. many how many 11 
No. Oh, 12? did she? I thought she had nine, but oh, maybe was it, it was... Nine? I couldn't even fathom having that many children. <laughs> Do you eat... Does it even matter after a certain number? I mean, my God, don't they just saunter out like, well, here I am. Well, once they get old enough, then it's just like, take care of your younger brother and sister. I yeah, think. it's like Duggars, man. It's like... Yeah, really. My it, name is Ruth, and I had 11 children, <laughs> and I gave birth to all of them. Yeah. This is my family. Right. With a, with a more cigarette hanging out of her mouth. <laughs> right. Menthols, man. Our grandmother, she she smoked menthols. She smoked those brown cigarettes. I know. And oh, she are those sm- menthols? I think so. I, oh, I remember okay. them smelling minty fresh. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. she definitely was hardcore. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I, remember, I have a memory of our grandmother when she was retired and she, she had decided. And, you know, I can, I can really, as I get older with children, I really understand her mentality. When she was in her 60s and 70s and everybody was out of the house, she wanted to live alone and she didn't want friends. She wanted <laughs> peace. She just wanted, it, she just wanted to wear her little nightgowns and drink Pepsi. <laughs> she drank Pepsi, smoked her cigarettes, and she had piles and piles of books. And that's all she did. She didn't even like the radio on. We'd be like, Grandma, did she want the radio? She goes, no, no more noise. <laughs> it's like, I get it now, right? I get it. I I get it, you know. She's like, I've raised my children. I've dealt with the noise and the parties and the chaos. I'm over it. So I totally understand our The only our living thing she allowed was that little uh, chihuahua dog, Chico. No, Gypsy. Oh, Gypsy. Gypsy. Chico is our aunt's dog. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, Gypsy was her dog, and she was mean to us. I remember. I remember. I would. She wasn't used to people. <laughs> well, there. And, you know, we come in like a tornado. You know, of I mean, course. we don't enter any room without creating some kind of wind or craziness, chaos. The four of us come blowing into her tiny little place. And, you know, Grandma was always so excited to see us, but. That dog would run and hide under the couch. And, of course, us, because we just have literally no boundaries whatsoever. We're like, come here, Gypsy. <laughs> yeah. We grab that dog and it would be like, ay, 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 ay. It would be so pissed. <laughs> I think one time we actually drove it away and it ran down the street. And then we Gra- were chasing it. Gypsy, come back. Oh, God, that poor dog. She's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but every time these people come, it's like a nightmare. God. Oh, she always tried to bite. I hated that dog. God. And then when the dog died, I felt bad, you know. Well, we all did. Well, no, no one wants to hear about that. But anyway, yes. So our grandmother, who who basically raised all these children on her own, and then our mom, who found empowerment at some point and divorced our lech of a dad and made it on her own and taught us how to be strong, independent women. And, you know, we really, we really are, even though we, you know, we're not man haters because, you know, our hormones just would never allow it. No, I mean, <laughs> we like the weenie too much. We do. And it's funny because I remember one time we were in the car and she was taking us to school. And God only knows what we were talking about. We were talking the way we always do when we start drooling over some male. <laughs> and she turned and looked at us and she like scanned the car. And she's like, God, you guys are hot tamales. Jesus. <laughs> you get it from your father. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> get it from your father. I'm like, well, that's probably true. But anyway, so we celebrate women. May you be empowered, whatever, whatever that means to you. Speaking of empowerment, it's funny because it's like, 
I'm all about girl power. I'm I'm all about that stuff. But sometimes it feels like in this day and age, if you want to be empowered, you, you can't wear makeup and stuff. And I'm just not into that. I, I want to look good if I'm going to be empowered. If I'm going to walk around acting like I'm the shit, I got to have a lipstick and eyeliner on. <laughs> I don't know about yeah. you. Girl power, you know, it, it like treads into lesbian territory which is cool yes. i'm i don't care if right. anyone's a lesbo yes but you know some of them get pretty out there as far as like you know buzzing their heads and like not doing makeup and like big yeah. t-shirts and i'm just <laughs> like that's not me that's not me man but all right yeah well good you know go you but i think what i don't like about that mentality is i'm not going to be constrained by society standards and i i'm like okay that's fine but you know you're a little pale and you could use some blush i'm just saying people might think you're ill so you might want to think about you know maybe pinching your cheeks a bit i don't know you know rouge has been around for hundreds of years i'm just saying you might want to try it but maybe they feel confined by makeup. Maybe they a think lot of people do. You know, society's, you know, that's what society is telling them to do, and they're gonna feel beautiful without it. And you know, I don't, that's, uh, that's Paula. Cool. I could, I could not look in the mirror. Oh God, no one not- would look at me and be like, "You're beautiful <laughs> without makeup." If you walked in and you're like, this is the new me, I'm not going to be constrained. I'm not going to put a mask on. I'd be like, well, that's all right. But are you ill? What's Are you hormonal? Like, What's I look like a drowned rat. Yeah. And if I didn't do my hair or anything, oh, my God. It's like, what are, what are we, savages? What is this? They'd Jeez. be like, put those two at the front line. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but I would look at you going, Paula, maybe it's time to consider the turban to hide that hair. what happened i ran out of dry shampoo oh god would you like to try some dry shampoo can i interest you in a highlight anything no but i was doing some research on you know because we we do joke but the reality is is that it's not lost on us how much freedom we have as women especially in the united states i mean we're so fortunate that our our ancestors our female ancestors you know, pave the way for us to be obnoxious and, and gross, you know, everywhere. We can do whatever we want. It's really nice. You know, and we're not owned by our husbands or, you know, our fathers, all of that stuff. So that's all gone away because of these women who said, hey, I don't know what's what your guys's deal is, but not only do we bleed every month, we don't die and we ble- we we deliver children. It should we choose to all that stuff you know, now is our choice, which it used used to not be. But I was looking at ways that women can feel empowered. And if you don't feel empowered, obviously you've taken the right step. You're listening to this show because we're pretty empowered and right. we don't, we're, we're pretty, you know, we don't give, we give zero fucks about men unless they're good men, of course. Um, but don't be ashamed to be independent. I know that there's a lot of women who feel like they have to couple up. They have to find a partner or a man or a woman or whoever. You know, you don't feel complete unless you're in a relationship. And there's you don't really need to do that. Like, I'm really happy when I'm single. Not anymore, obviously. I'd be devastated if I was divorced. But when I was single, I didn't feel that need to feel coupled i don't know about you paula but i really was cool being single i felt pretty fulfilled on my own yeah i mean it's not that i didn't want to be be with someone it was that i didn't crave it like some women feel un 
they feel incomplete without a, a partner. Whereas I was really cool being independent. After a breakup, I think my desire to date and to be with someone was just to kind of cool the burn. Uh-huh. But after a while, when I was on my own, I felt pretty all right. Like I, yeah. like I was just, I was just cool being me because I think I was like, oh well, this is this is my life now. So this is <laughs> yeah. this is, is what it is. And yeah. So whatever, I'm gonna just you know coast along and do right. what i gotta do don't be ashamed to be independent there's nothing wrong with it and i think it's awesome also this is a this is a really hard one for me but it try to find role models and i think it was because of the time period you know there were times especially when you and i were growing up role models were really hard to come by we did not have good male role models hard like none you know, our <laughs> depends on what you're after, but true. But uh, we, our mom was an amazing role model, but out, you know, as far as being an independent person, but outside of that, if there are people and not movie stars, but if there are people that you, that you recognize, maybe someone you work with or someone, you know, maybe a professor or something like that, where you really admire what they're doing, you can consider them a role model for your own self. I mm-hmm. struggle with that personally. It would be nice to, to to see someone that I admire for their accomplishments or for how they carry themselves or whatever. You know, I'd like to look like JLo. I want to know who does her makeup. <laughs> Is that a role model? No. I'm no. sure that's like, you know, a ton that's of a money, but I that woman is flawless and it makes me mad. <laughs> it just drives me nuts. I'm like, ah. But uh, you know, that's that is money and and professional people. So maybe I want to be her makeup artist. That would be awesome because then I can do it to myself. The other thing, and I have no problem with this one, is to tell people no. You know, women are are inclined to never say no to someone. They don't want to reject people. I know you have a problem saying no. I do. You really struggle with that one. I don't. I can say no. And I always, but you know what? I'll be honest. I feel like a bitch when I do it. I don't feel comfortable saying no, but I do say it. Not as much as I probably even should. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know too many women who are super comfortable saying, no, absolutely not, and then standing by it and not trying to explain it or apologize or backtrack it or soften it. You know, we all do it. And I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking in just in general terms. It's hard to say no as a woman. It's easy to say no to sex. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. And we all have our ways of doing it. Daryl will give me a look and I'll be like, no. I just look at him silently with my eyes. He's like, oh, are you tired? I'm like, you could say that. Good night. <laughs> have you heard about those experiments that couples do where they try to have sex 100 days in a row? Have oh, my God. <laughs> have you heard of that? No. I've heard of it. And so uh, it's big. I've heard it. It's years. I've heard that off and on. And and the the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear that is what about when they're on their period? Like, are you do you still do it? Do you take a break? I mean, because I wouldn't have sex on my period, not on purpose anyway. I mean, many times I've had sex and suddenly it's like a freaking murder scene. And I didn't yeah. know, you know, like I didn't know. I'm like, oh my god, did you get it on the expensive duvet? Get out of here! You know, it's like, hurry up. But other than that, I can't even fathom forcing myself to have sex a hundred days in a row on purpose. I mean, wouldn't you get sore? I would. I wouldn't like it. I, I mean, it just seems so uh, required. It doesn't even seem like 
it would be fun after a while. I'd be like, all right, let's get it done. I wouldn't think so. I'd be like, all right, day 26. (laughs) (laughs) It's been 26 days since my last free night. Oh, God. God. Please send help. (laughs) I'd pray for a business trip or something. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, where are you traveling? Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Oh, well, well, good night. I'll talk to you when you get back in three days. We'll take a break. Oh, God, I know. And then the other one I read was to empower others. And to me, it kind of sounds like being a coach. You know, I'm really good at empowering others, at least with my girls, you know, the kids. I I feel like I give them a little boost in their step when they're feeling like crap, you know. Mm -hmm. For example, when Mackenzie was... She was at a crossroads and she was just kind of freaking out and not knowing what to do with her life. And after some chatting and some, you know, trying to make her feel like she's got control of this, she's not at the mercy of anybody that this is up to her and she can do it. She went back to culinary school and now she's just beyond over the moon. Like, she's so happy. Good. Yeah. But see, so stuff like that, you know, I try to, I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I try to empower you all the time. Yeah. All the time. I'm always trying to tell them, like, you don't need to put up with that shit. (laughs) Is that empowering? Of course. I don't know. Does it seep through? <laughs> well, I think sometimes we have to empower ourselves. You, know? you do. We have, to, get, <laughs> you we have to, you know, get outside of our own head and think about, you know, weighing our options and yeah. and thinking about, you know, what's reality and what we can right. do within our own scope. Yes, it's true. But sometimes you know? it helps. To, it helps to have someone also remind you. Of those things, because yeah. we, all, we all get lost. We all forget, you know, sometimes. Like you said, we get stuck in our own world, and it's nice to have someone come in and go, hey, girl, you can do this, man. <laughs> okay, so then the other one, this is what I want to end it with, uh, as far as female empowerment, is self-care. And that's something that is driven into our brains on social media all the time about self-care. Physically taking care of yourself, mentally checking yourself, and I'm like, okay, that is true. You have to take care of yourself. And mothers specifically are the worst at taking care of themselves. And when you see women who do, you're either jealous or you think selfish. You know, or like you don't, they're single. <laughs> or they're single or, you know, they must be having some problems in their marriage because she sure has a lot of time on her hands. Yeah. Who's taking care of her kids? But the thing is, is self-care is really important. I I we all know we're we're all guilty of letting ourselves go to the last thread. And so then finally you're like screaming and locking yourself in the bathroom and just like, get away from me. Yeah. You know, it's true. And I mean, we, I've done it too. My God. And when you do, you're of no use to anybody, even yourself. So even Victor told me to go get my hair done the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Was he just sick of the greasiness or? No, is it... <laughs> he just said, he's like, you should go get your hair highlighted. <laughs> and I'm like, Man, if he's saying something. No, and I'm just like, but we've got all these bills to pay. He says, I want you to go get it done before we pay the bills. Because he says, if you pay all the bills, then you'll find an excuse not to get it done. Right, (laughs) right. So, I mean, it's true. And, And so instead of someone telling you you need to do this or that because they can see that you need a little something, something. Yeah. We have to remind ourselves to do it. And on that same note... Uh, what, whether that means escape, like for me, uh, like when we, we went and traveled for almost a week and when I came home, we all, Daryl goes, okay, <laughs> when we're in the car and away from the airport, Malia and I are very alike in some ways. 
And so we're all in the airport and we're driving home. He goes, all right, listen. He goes, I know you ladies are going to go disperse and hide out in your rooms for like three days. He's like, but before we do that, can we just discuss this one thing? And we're like, what? Because we need we need solitude. We need to like regroup. It's the only way that I will be able to deal with him or anything after a long trip. Right. So it, we just need to do that, you know? And so the final thing, though, as far as self-care goes is sexually too. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, sexual releases are very important. Like when we went, when we went on this trip, you know, obviously we were with our child, so no sex happened. Right. Five days is a long time for our situation. I would think that's pretty long for any relationship, but maybe not. I don't don't know. know. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's got their own thing, but for, for Daryl and I, five days is about the tipping point. And by the fifth day, we were mean to each other. Like we were getting mean to each other. And, you know, there was a time at the hotel where I started contemplating needing his quote unquote help in the bathroom because, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like well, why don't you guys just take a shower together for God's sakes? Because, it, okay, hotel showers are very small. Yeah, they are. And they're bathtubs, which means slippy and someone's going to break something. And, you know, mm. no, I, there's nothing to brace anything. I just couldn't. I and couldn't you know imagine. What? I'm not as limber as I used to be. Jeez. I am bendy, but it's more of the slippy and and Daryl's not as bendy as me. And he could he could be the one. And if he falls on me, it's over. You know, we've got two <laughs> crumpled broken bodies laying and our child's going to have to assist and it's just a whole thing. So I said no. I decided not to do that. Plus, you know, she's 17 for God's sake. It's not like she's, she's a baby. Not, she's not an idiot. Yet. No, she'd be like oh my god. I mean, it would be the worst. I No, that's almost, it's like you can't leave like, him in the living room to watch Sesame Street for five no. minutes. <laughs> it's like, hey, Bar- Barney's on. Barney's on. Yeah, it's none of that. So five days. But with that being said, if you don't have some someone to assist you masturbating is a very very good thing for a sexual release endorphins better sleep you feel better you feel empowered ladies so the reason that i brought up that is i read this article and a woman did an editorial she went to what's called a masturbation class and it immediately reminded me of that sex in the city episode where they the girls went to this woman's home where they were showing them how to perform sex on a man so that he would not fall asleep and you know it would be super erotic and so basically it was like blowjob lessons or whatever it was i can't remember exactly oh that's right because i think charlotte was dating someone who kept falling asleep on her during sex yeah she was trying to give him oral sex and he kept falling asleep and so they she made him take this class i'm very i'm fairly certain that this was based on this woman her name is betty dodson she's in new york city she's a phd she's a sex therapist she has several books on amazon and you know if you really want to i mean i would absolutely encourage you to go through our ugly truth link and peruse the books if that's something that is appeals to you or if you need it i don't know if she does them anymore but she does has conducted female masturbation classes and they showed her front room it's in her apartment and these women come and there's little towels in a circle and the only <laughs> the thing that i struggled with is that she has carpeted she's carpeting Ugh. there's no hardwood floors and i'm like man that's a lot of that's a lot of pussy juice <laughs> i mean i don't i know it sounds gross but it's like you know if you're gonna do that i don't know if a bath towel is gonna be sufficient jamie if you're gonna have your vagina out there and you're gonna be <laughs> masturbating do you think you're worried about carpet 
I don't know, but I would be well You're probably that's worried true. about your own carpet. <laughs> well, that's true. God, can you imagine? No. So I was reading this article and this woman goes, yeah, I went to it. Now she was a very, she was a free thinker. She's been to a couple of nudist colonies, et cetera. So nudity wasn't her issue, but she was just, you know, these are for women who kind of struggle with their, their bodies. And, and the fact this woman, uh, Betty Dodson, who's a very renowned person, a therapist, sex therapist, she's like in the fifties now, she delved into the sexual revolution in the 60s and 70s because she recognized that women weren't having orgasms men were but women were faking it and she's like that's enough of that and so she's like i'm going to teach these women how to be empowered and to ensure that they are responsible for their own orgasms and that they love their bodies blah 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 so i was reading about this and i'm like well if you're that free of a thinker that you're going to a masturbation class you probably already know how to do this so it's more of like a curiosity thing. That's gross. <laughs> Paula, in a million years, I would never, in a million years, I would never do this. <clears throat> but this, if you need, you know. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> Paula, I couldn't either. What do they have, like mirrors or something? And... Oh, yes. Everybody has to look at their vaginas to see how beautiful they are. And then there's a variety of vibrators and lubes and all, you know, they do exercises for their kegels. There's like these little mini dumbbells that you lift with your kegel muscle and all that stuff it was very uh specific and apparently i don't know if it's helpful or not it's expensive too by the way it's not just not only is it very invasive and you got to be pretty free uh it's expensive to do like 1200 bucks oh my god are you kidding me no i'm serious as a heart attack so it was not something that i would do but i am sure in new york if there are there's a lot of single women who need to improve their orgasms this is it i can't imagine needing a masturbation class it's like the one thing that everybody should be able to do on their own right i would think i mean it's like like wiping your butt i don't know is there a butt wiping class? I, mean, I don't understand. It's like, but if there are women who are so out of touch with their femininity or their sexuality that they need to do this, I mean, I guess it's good it's there. But now we have internet. I mean, isn't there some kind of YouTube tutorial that we can do so I don't have to be in the same room with other women? Oh, it's like, I don't even want to take a yoga class with other people. No, <laughs> I don't love I, this. No, I don't. I, I, yeah, I'm not computing with that one. Can you imagine if I approached you and you said, Paula, I have some great things we can do for the show. <laughs> we have some great things we can do for the show, but that would definitely not be one of them. We're going to do a masturbation class. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah, I would never. I would never do it. And then the, this woman basically observes and, you know, gives you pointers I don't know. God. There's snacks. She better... <laughs> like what? Strawberries? Water? Strawberries? Champagne? Yes. I mean... I don't know. No, I don't think there's any alcohol, but it was just one of those things. I Just when I think I've heard it all... And and here's the other thing. These are women that are... Like, she's 80 years old and doing this class. Like That's... <laughs> they show a picture of her in a robe. Oh... God. And she's smiling, of course. Well, of course she is. She's probably freaking happy. <sighs> yeah, she's making 1200 $1, bucks a pop. Teach people how to jack <laughs> off. I mean, I would do that. 
Plus, she knows how to orgasm probably at any given moment. Well, it was funny because they said, you know, what about you? When was the last time you did this? And you would think someone like that would be like, oh, every day. But she's like, oh, it was last week. I wanted to know if I still had it because <laughs> she's like 88 or something. She's like, it was a good one. And I was like, holy shit. Can you imagine if our grandmother spoke <laughs> no, to us like that? that? Really makes me want to throw up right now. <laughs> I know. It's insane. Ugh. But there's something for everyone. And, you know, now, you know, she probably doesn't do those classes anymore. Or if she does, I, you know, I haven't heard it. This this article was like eight years old. So, I mean, and she's still alive, by the way. The woman is still alive that does the classes. So it's possible. But now she's just writing books. And maybe she has videos or tutorials or an app. Who knows? But, uh, you know, in my in my case, I'm like, if I really didn't know how to get the most out of my masturbatory experiences... I would Google it. I go and look on, you know, Pornhub or something to figure it out. But, you know, I don't think I would spend 1200 bucks to go to a woman's apartment to have her teach me how to, you know, pick up a dumbbell with my kegels. That would be odd. <laughs> right. A roll of quarters. Oh, my God. It looks like that's what it looks like. It looks like a baby dumbbell from your vagina. It was so unusual. But, you know, hey, if that empowers you, I guess, uh, Godspeed. I don't I don't condone it. I wouldn't do it. It's just like those freaking noni massages. What were those things? Yoni massages? Oh, God, that's right. They steamed your vagina. And then, and then they massage you. God, I'm getting nauseous. I know. And it's always a dude. It's a dude that does it. Of course it is. It's the ones that come up with this disgusting (laughs) whatever. Yeah, I don't get No, well, it's Gwyneth Paltrow, actually. (laughs) She comes up with all the weird shit. Yeah, she's She's so obsessed. Oh, my God. Her name is Goop. Uh, Yeah, that's her site. She, of course, she's got a podcast. And so guess who her first guest was because she's so incredibly elite. Who? Oprah. Oprah. Oh. Oprah was her first podcast guest. And I'm like, really? Really, bitch? Come on. So, yeah, no one's going to top that. <laughs> Good for her. Congratulations, Goop. Good for you. I, it, it can't be that good. Oh, they are airing another goddamn polygamy show. Another, another one? one? Yeah, it's called One Husband, Three Wives. And it it looks hardcore drama. Like these women hate each other. They're jealous. You know, just all this stuff. Like one of the liners they showed, like the, the teaser was, she's like, I just know he's having sex with her. And I'm like, um, uh, yeah, that's kind of how the polygamy thing goes. But it doesn't look like there's any kids. So I don't oh. know if it's actual polygamy or if it's polyam- a poly- polyamory or polyamory oh, or how we Polyamorous. Yeah, if there's just like these these four adults who decided that they wanted to do it i don't know so um i don't know if yeah I'm but usually that with polyamorous relationships that involves all four people yeah yeah no i can't do that either <laughs> that is not something i would want to be participating in god i just can't you know i have i just can't i don't like the idea of seeing other people naked around me that are not so i you know what i mean like it feels weird to me like i could never do the gangbang orgy thing yeah it would be really uncomfortable i mean i know i'm sure people do it but i can't do it i have a hard time enough just looking in the mirror before i shower like i don't want to see other people's boobs and stuff i don't know i don't know i i mean i got close to a threesome once but even then it was like am i really doing this <laughs> like i really had to check myself i'm like am i really gonna do this so would you back out 
no, it just didn't work out. The guy, the guy just couldn't fathom it. It, 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 I think he was really intimidated. I was in my early 20s, you know, it was before, you know, it was 20s. Before life. Before I, you know, decided that that wasn't something I wanted to do, but it got close. I was close, but it just, you know, I was at the point, at that point I was in, but he was, he, he got scared, I think. Because we were two pretty cute girls and he was not prepared. <laughs> he was not prepared. He probably tells that story differently, but uh, he really freaked out. I would imagine. Yeah, he just was like, this, this, this is not, this is not going to work. <laughs> he, he literally got up. Like, I ripped his belt off and he's like, um, yeah, we, we should go. We should go to the movies. Like, oh. <laughs> I guess we're not doing this. Yeah, he really didn't want to do it. I'm like, all right, well, that was my one and last and only chance to ever do that again. I, I, Because after that, I'm like, I don't think I want to do that. I mean, it was in the moment. It's weird how that can happen, though, Mm -hmm. where you can be in the moment going, yeah, I'm down. Let's do this. And then, you know, the next morning you're like, wow, that really almost happened. (laughs) I can't believe it. I don't know. I've never asked if you've ever done anything like that. No comment. All right. Well, anyway, uh, let's do, speaking of awkward, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Remember how those Tide Pod things were going around and, you know, they were saying how kids were eating them or teenagers were eating them and all that stuff was going around. So a couple weeks ago, Victor and I were doing laundry and they were talking about it on TV. They were showing a Tide commercial or something like that. And at the Mm -hmm. bottom it said, please keep your, you know, containers up high where no one can reach them and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, those Tide Pods, I'm like, they're really not that small. And so I went into the laundry room and we use Gain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I got a Gain (laughs) Pod and I brought it into the living room. I'm like, look, I'm like, this would be really hard to put in your mouth, you know. Did you put it in your mouth? So I started to put it in my mouth and (sighs) I got soap all over my mouth. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Which I think were the exact words Victor asked me. Why? This is why children die. What is going on? This is why they do it. I didn't think the outside, like, capsule was made out of soap. but It's gelatin. It's like... Yes. All of it's made out of soap, apparently. And so I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, I got soap in my mouth. Paula Marie... Anyways, Unbelievable! I almost gain potted myself. And so. This is, I think this is why children were doing it. They're like, no way, you know. Then they do it, and you're like, oh my god! Yeah. Well, I didn't put the Crazy. whole thing in my mouth, but like, like, yeah, still, yeah, that's uh, that's something. Yeah, that is something. I know, all right, I know. It wasn't even a Tide Pod. It was a Gain Pod. I know. It wasn't even like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> live and learn i guess live and, luckily i mean how many times when we were growing up did we put weird things in our mouths and you know <laughs> weird seasonings or something All like that just to test it you know what's pa- what's paprika <laughs> who was the one that did the cinnamon trick where they took a spoonful of cinnamon and put it in their mouth stephanie, it was stephanie right <laughs> yes future meth head stephanie <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, not method. We all did that. We did a spoonful of something, and then we had to yeah. try and swallow it. And then if it didn't work, we were shooting it across <laughs> the dining room table <laughs> like a dragon's fire. I, I did that with a Hershey's chocolate, the the dry, you know, just the chocolate that you used for oh, baking and stuff. Oh God, the unsweetened stuff. Yeah, and I put a spoonful of a Hershey's chocolate powder in my mouth. And, you know, only the outside layer that touches your saliva gets wet. And you basically create like a Tide packet and inside it's all dry. So if you try to like move it around in your mouth, suddenly you inhale powder. Yeah. And then you immediately cough and you cough this cloud of powder that comes out into the kitchen and gets everywhere yep that's we pretty much a, what we, we did we used to yes. do uh, saltine crackers we would <laughs> chew them and then the yes. first person who could whistle was the <laughs> <Yeah>. winner <laughs> How did we, why did we do that i don't even remember where that came from was that from a show we had a lot of time we on our hands <laughs> We had a lot of time on our hands. <laughs> we really did. Thanks, <laughs> Latchkey Life. Yeah, right. <laughs> we did a lot of weird shit. It's true. <laughs> God, it is so true. I remember one time uh, mom had, <laughs> she was doing self-care. She had taken herself to Hawaii. Oh, and okay. we we were on our own for a few hours before she was getting home. Back then, cranberry juice came in glass containers, not plastic. Oh, and my I, God. I remember I dro- this. <laughs> Do you? And I dropped it in a huge shard. And, like, instinctively, I stepped on the shard <laughs> like yes. an idiot. You God. had, like, a five-inch slice on the bottom It was of your so foot. dumb. I, I remember, you know, I've done – that's awkward moment. I've done that before where I remember one time I was at Thrifty, the drugstore, mm-hmm. and we were standing there, and Mom was checking out, and there was a stand of <laughs> – it's a stand of chocolate, like a three-tier stand of chocolate, like an endile thing st- sitting on the counter. Mm-hmm. I pulled one, and I was like, I wonder if I pull this anymore, this thing's going to fall. And sure as shit, the whole stand slid and fell, and thousands of candies just flung across the linoleum of the drugstore. Oh and I just God. stood there and watched it happen in slow motion. Like, I had no control over it. Mom must have hated us. <laughs> Well, it really explains her mental state now, you know, if she's exhausted. God knows what she came home to. What, what, what are all these crumbs on the floor? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know. So many things. She goes, why is the floor sticky over here? <laughs> what, what happened to all the cocoa powder? <laughs> I just bought this. And then instead of cleaning it up, someone would draw a heart on the counter in it. <laughs> there would be no cleaning it. Be like, who drew this heart? You couldn't clean this up? <laughs> It's just constantly. God, constantly. <sighs> okay, here's my awkward moment. We didn't get to it. I'll tell you about it uh, next next show. Uh, Daryl and I acted like grown-ups. We were invited to an art lecture at the Crocker Art Museum. Oh, I saw and, your little pamphlet. Yes. And, uh, well, that was a book. We, we received a book as a gift signed by the curator of the Crocker Art Museum. Really exciting. Now, it is ripe with awkward moments when we go to something like this because we were being introduced to a lot of very fancy people. We, are, I am not a fancy person. Daryl's pretty good. He can keep himself together. But we were like by 25, 30 years, the youngest people there. So it, but the, but the, the show was amazing. The, the lecture was good. You know, we were able to, I was able to get through most of it because I really, I love art and I love learning about artists. Daryl checked out about 30 minutes in 
So at the end, there's a very tiny little reception for these people that were invited. And we were guests of someone who invited us. And so I was like, oh, God, here we go. This is I mean, I've already had some awkward moments, but here we come. This is Mm -hmm. the awkward moment time period. So we go into now we aren't even into the room yet. And Neil, who brought us, he wanted to introduce me to this person who kind of is in charge of all of this stuff for these members. And he's a, he's a very attractive man, probably in his mid to late thirties, really good looking guy. And uh, really together, he's wearing a suit and super, you know, cool looking dude. Mm -hmm. And so he has a name tag on and it is kind of loud and I am going, I am losing hearing because it's genetic, but I'm not at the point where I need hearing aids yet, but I do struggle sometimes. And so Neil goes, Jamie, this is whoever, and, you know, nice to meet you, whatever. So I heard Neil, our, our person, tell me his name. I heard it. It registered into my brain, but it would not come out of my mouth. And I was afraid I was going to say something dumb. So I lean in. I'm shaking this person's hand. His name was Reese. And I heard him say, this is Reese. Reese, this is Jamie. And I shake his hand and I lean in, Paula, like an inch away from his name tag. I'm like, Reese, nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) And he he just looked at me. His eyes got a little wide. He's like, nice to meet you. I'm like, well, this is a really great thing you're doing. I mean, I just could not stop being awkward. Oh, God. (laughs) And he goes, well, it is a lot of work. It gets a bit chaotic. I'm like, like hurting kittens, right? (laughs) (laughs) And in my mind, he's probably thinking, Neil, you really thought these people belong with us? Yeah, really. You thought you were going to introduce us to this crowd? What were you thinking? (laughs) It's just the worst. The worst. A little too heavy on the bleach on this one. (laughs) Reese. It was so. Reese, as in Reese's Pieces, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so glad I didn't say that because I thought it. I was like, okay, you know, and honestly, Paula, last week when I was telling you how I saw Kat Cora in the elevator and I was able to control myself. Yeah. In my mind, before I meet this person, I'm thinking, just don't just be like Kat Cora. Just do it like with Kat Cora. Just don't say anything dumb. Just shake his hand, say hello, nice to meet you, and move on with your life. But no, I had to go in and read his name. Paula, I I, I couldn't even stop myself. I was like, here I go. (laughs) (laughs) Like a blind person. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. And it just, you know, (laughs) and then I, I, this is, it's not an awkward moment, but. This is the level of people. There were some artists there, some local artists that are very, very well known. I don't know them. And so there's a man there who's a very famous sculptor. And I didn't realize, but he seemed really nice. And we were in line together getting a glass of wine. And I said, oh, this is great. This is a really great wine. He goes, yeah, I felt like having it too. And I go, so what do you do? He goes, oh, I'm a sculptor. I'm like, oh, do you have any pieces here? Uh, Yeah, it's installed in front of the museum. It's like a major piece. And I would—I mean, that's how out of place I was. I didn't yeah, know like, any. Well, that's got to feel good. <laughs> I, I said something like that, actually. <laughs> I did. I said, so what do you do? He goes, well, I'm an artist. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, so he was telling me about all this stuff. And he was saying, you know, oh, I had to work, blah, blah, blah. I go, but does it really feel like work? Does it? He's like, well, it is work. God, <laughs> <It's> Jamie. Just... <laughs> I swear to God. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing. And so I'm like, Daryl, you got to get me out of here. Like out of a bad, like, you know, (laughs) 
fiction. <laughs> the bad book. Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> oh God. It um, felt like the it felt like the book party in You've Got Mail where he's eating all the garnish. She's like, <laughs> You it, can't eat that. That's a that's garnish. garnish. Yeah, that's me. That was me. In fact, they ha- they were passing out orders like order of ma'am, and I'm like, yeah, sure. So I take a big bite. I'm like, oh, this is goat cheese. Oh God! <laughs> Daryl took it from me. He's like, here, give it to me. He goes, I noticed the tang. I'm like, why did you say something? And I'm like, trying to spit it out. God, you would have loved it. It would have been hilarious for you. I probably would have to wear flat shoes because I <laughs> I did. I can't wear heels and things like that. It's like, I can't even walk. <clears throat> Sometimes Victor and I will be somewhere and I'm holding my purse and I'm carrying like a drink. Yes. And if I have tall shoes on, I'm like, wait, Victor. I'm like, I can't do all three. I'm like, you're going to have to carry my drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's absolutely. Sometimes Daryl does what Victor does. He starts just kind of grabbing my arm. He goes, why don't you just hold my arm? I'm like, why? He's like, I don't know. Just because I want you to. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, God. It's so funny. And I'm not even like, oh, okay. <laughs> Avoid catastrophe. <laughs> oh, God. It's just how many. And I had to walk. I had to walk flights of stairs. I mean wow it's like it was a really it was a test it was a test to my awkwardness but i survived i only embarrassed myself a couple of times and you know the one thing is man will i humble someone with a big ego in a minute because i have absolutely zero idea who you are nor do i care apparently right you're a a famous artist well congratulations (laughs) you're famous i don't know who you are yeah in the art world yay because i don't know anything about art (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, all the people I like in art are dead now. So congratulations right. for being alive and, and famous. Yes. That's great. Good. So you know so. that Michelangelo guy, right? His work. <laughs> yeah. You're a sculptor. You understand. Who knows? Maybe I found my, my second people. I doubt it. But, you know, whatever. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Yes. Keep shopping your Avon and Amazon links. We appreciate the uh, patronage. It's always good to get a little something. Oh. Even Bo says so. Yes, Bo says shop Am- Amazon. Damn it. I'm really passionate about it. Speaking of Amazon, actually, I think that might be something I ordered. A dog? No, at the door. Oh, your delivery. My yes. delivery is here, I think. So. I ordered a water pick the other day through Amazon. Water pick? I ordered a dress, so... For what? For a funeral, unfortunately. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot you have one to go to. I just didn't feel the desire to go shopping, so I figured I will look at Amazon, and I read the reviews, and people tell you whether it's uh, it runs small or it runs big, or they'll give their measurements and say, I'm this height, this weight, and this is my bra size, and I ordered this size, and so... It's really helpful to oh for sure to see so that way you basically don't even have to go shopping. I prefer to purchase almost everything online. Even the stores that are here, online shopping is better. And Amazon almost has everything from those stores. Yeah, even. they do, and then it's pretty reasonably priced too. So. Well, especially if you if you're a Prime member, it's free shipping. Other than that, have a good, happy Sunday. And for those of you in the Northeast, stay warm and. Uh, That's all uh, I have to say about that. (laughs) And then we'll see everybody on Wednesday. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.